I record this at least for the bootleg for like, because, you know, I don't know, the bootleg wants to know about fax machines at John's parents' sure. house. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why they wouldn't. Actually, that's what that, that is what they tune in for, isn't it? Yes. It's because fair, they're yeah. a strange and wonderful <laughs> and wonderful group of that's individuals. Right. Well, you know, we're glad that someone shares our fetish. <laughs> Taking it a little bit far. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think uh, I, t- I did tell him that uh, if <laughs> more likely than fixing the f- connection to this this uh, fax printer, I will just be buying him a new one. <laughs> Can you get a fax printer? Oh, now? yeah. Oh, sure. Really? Yeah. Karen's got one. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Is it just it's a brother? Does it, does it a... quote unquote fax stuff or is it like legit use a phone? No, line? no, no. No, it, it uses an actual phone line. It faxes. You, yeah. This is an important question. Where do you find a phone line these days? <laughs> we have we have not one but two, Dan. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know. It's don't, don't ask me. I mean, I've mentioned this before, but she she gets medical records and it's is very don't fax don't tell. Yeah, yeah it should be, mm. but uh, just, she's just very the facts, con- ma'am. Very concerned about the privacy issue, so she has a physical fax machine and a physical line. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We we did not have phone uh, jacks put into our new house. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Don't, there are don't some, even get into that. There are probably some existing ones because you know it's a hundred year old house. But you know we right, didn't have to put right. any more in. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have any knob and two <laughs> knob and tube installed when we when we moved into <laughs> our. Just, no, you know, and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what he was thinking. He laughed, and I knew exactly what he was thinking. <laughs> we'll let the readers do the work on that one themselves. <laughs> Sure. Right. My my kids make jokes about Dan's name all the time. Yeah. There it's you just, go. That's what how it happens. Yep. Hmm. It's fair. That's terrible. <laughs> well, should should admonish your children. To be fair, oh, I, uh, I got a lot of it in grade school, and his Lex kids are in grade school, so you know, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It, it is. Some yeah. of them aren't, you, but you probably grow out of it eventually, right? Probably. Well, yeah. except unless you're Lex, I guess. Unless you're Lex. <laughs> yeah is that surprising to anybody technology am i right are we doing tech are we doing a podcast today or are we uh we just shooting this shit well i know the burning story that everyone's gonna wonder why we haven't nope. addressed and we should no. address that really <laughs> i could not really? decide if this story was funny or just stupid i'm leaning towards just stupid i think it i, I think just stupid i'm, I'm i don't know what you guys are talking about yet i thought it was gonna be the ted lasso emmy nominations but i guess not oh no 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 it's fallen down no. the list because apparently in some versions of the ios the weather app refuses to show oh. the temperature 69 <laughs> But did you see that they came up with a good so explanation of why that's happening? Does it have to do with a rounding error? Well, s- somebody, yeah, somebody. It's it's, it's plausible. Celsius. It's it's pulling the temperatures right. in the API via Celsius and then converting. Oh, so it can but, never be to Fahrenheit. It can, it can never be. That's why Celsius is the worst of temperature scales. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Dan, you noticed that it had a like in the forecast anyway, and, and in that it was on iOS 15, which I have seen some people report may. It may actually show up in there. And they have clearly changed the weather app a bunch in there because it looks a lot more like dark sky. It's pulling a lot more dark sky stuff in the iOS 15 beta. Well, I have just updated to iOS 15 uh, as of like three seconds ago (laughs) on my iPad. Oh, great. First impressions, John? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's fantastic. (laughs) It's super great. Um, (laughs) That lock screen experience, let me tell you. I particularly like the uh, one widget that says no content available. I don't even know what it is. It's just that's the rebound widget. 
I keep th- I keep thinking about if I want to um, do it on my phone, but I just don't. I'm just not ready. Not I, ha- I have it on my phone, and I and I traveled that's- last week with it on my phone. Mind blowing! Wow. I know. I know. Wow, that's that's where I'm at. I'm not. I'm not yeah, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're so desperate for content indeed i am i did not yet put the monterey beta on my laptop but i'm thinking that may be a project this week mm, wow yeah. yeah see i'm not ready for, i'm not definitely not ready for that yeah, it's a while man i am and i have other computers i got my imac which is on yeah. it's not going to be updated for a while so i figure eh, why not well that's the thing yeah i mean i mentioned this before but i have a you know i have an old uh air that will be able to take the production version but does not take the beta yet oh right right so yeah um, I'm just going to have to buy an extra machine. I have not yet made the uh, watchOS beta jump. That one will probably take a little longer. We'll see how that goes. That's a, that one's well, that's a, You can't roll that back. Yeah, right. It's a pain as well. And I heard there were a lot of problems with the HomePod beta, so I will be avoiding that one for a little while. Don't, don't get me started on the iPod beta. <laughs> I, don't know if you, I don't know if you saw the story <laughs> that John Voorhees wrote over at Mac Stories about his uh, HomePod beta problems. But it was no. kind of fascinating because he had a bit in there about how when it like was stuck and it wouldn't play, you know, like he, he got it booted up and it wouldn't play, do anything. And he tapped the top, you know, just to see what would happen. And it immediately started playing the first song off that U2 album that everybody has. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. And so, like, apparently they tried this a couple other places and, like, they... There's some suggestion that they must have done some weird shit to get that into people's libraries and that it, it occupies some sort of strange, oh, like, special location where it's accessible oh, no. even if nothing else does. But I, And I know that's the case because I remember, like, my parents who have zero digital music, I remember going over to their house at one point and opening iTunes for something else and <laughs> just that one YouTube album. <laughs> it's like, well, it's not like my parents oh, have ever God. listened to this, but they own it, I guess, Seriously. like everybody else. <laughs> Your par- Dan's parents love you, too. That's a fact. What? What? <laughs> Oh me, not me. <laughs> they love. Dan. They also love Dan. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Story checks out. I would hope so. Anyway, I mean, we, well, you know, I I've never, know. I've never spoken with them about it, but you had an opportunity. I, I, mean, I know, I did. Yeah, I should have done that. I said uh, that would be a great topic to bring up at a wedding. <laughs> I've spoken to Dan's parents. <laughs> do you really? Do you really love your son? <laughs> that would have been a great topic for conversation at uh, the night before <laughs> my wedding. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Next next time. Next, next time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Save that one up. Next time. <laughs> Never mind. For sure. <laughs> Forget I said that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the title. Either of you. Oh, bought- okay. So uh, we're 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 still talking about technology, right? Oh yeah. No. Technically, yeah. yes. Were you, were you going to bring up the ninety nine dollar uh, MagSafe? Battery? I was going to bring up the ninety nine dollar. That's what I thought. MagSafe. They called battery. it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, now we'll move on to something else. No. Do, okay. Do either of you? I mean, I know. Lex, you've used like battery cases in the past, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been years. Would you say it's been it's a while? Been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> I John, high five. Um, high five. High <laughs> five. I don't use a battery case anymore. I do love all those different portable batteries, you know, that just have various ports on the sides of them. And like, if I'm going somewhere where I really think it'll be an issue, I take those. But it's very rare that I feel like my phone is going to die by the end of the day because if I'm using it heavily, I'll have one of those things with me. Or like if I'm using it heavily, I'm also driving for a while and just a, you know, 20 minutes in the car really can get it back up to, to decent levels. So I'm not a phone battery case person. I don't know. It's just, it's just not a thing that, uh, that I need. You've moved past it. I see. Yeah. I, I, for a long time I did. I think that it used to be that uh, iPhone battery life was worse <laughs> and I don't think it is now. I can get a day's work out of it. And, um, like I said, I, I take usually two, sometimes even three of those portable batteries if I'm traveling. 
it's always way more than I need. But the problem is if you, if you're the guy at an event or somewhere with a portable charger, you're like, Oh, can I get some of that? And I'm like, no, that is my battery. Life. So I carry some extra. <laughs> can, can, so can, can I get a toke on the, uh, on that? Yeah. 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 People bogart my battery. Down. It's not yeah. okay. I was, a, I was an early battery pack guy. I had like that thing that even plugged into the, um, the, Before it was th- cool, the thirty John? pin, the or? thirty pin, the thirty pin connector. It, uh, it was oh, like yeah, a yeah. Was little little brick that plugged in the thirty pin oh, connector. Yeah. And, and we we were at, <laughs> we were at a MacWorld one time, and Merlin Merlin needed some extra juice, and I was like, "Here, to use this." And he's like, "Is this going to steal all my data?" <laughs> it's like, "Come on, <laughs> yeah, yes. yes, obviously, <laughs> of course, it's going to steal all your data." <laughs> I remember <laughs> going to the point? CES, and uh, I for a long time had like some battery charger thing there that was. I think it had a bunch of cables. You know, you could plug it into USB stuff or a thirty pin connector, mm-hmm. or whatever. And it was literally just this little cylinder that took like. A double a battery i don't think that would cut it anymore <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> i mean convenient i guess but meh, sure not yeah. providing you a lot of juice <laughs> well so I, yeah i mean so i don't currently have an interest in this particular thing because like like said i i usually do not have any problem with battery life on my my iphone mostly i'm not going i'm not going anywhere right but right. i mean if i keep this phone i, I think probably in a year i'll want it <laughs> well i mean right? that's the interesting yeah. thing is that like it does open up the possibility that as long as apple keeps making compatible magsafe phones like you don't need to buy a new one every year and that was the problem with the cases sometimes is like yeah, if the form factor changes right. even a little bit mm-hmm. you may or may not be able to use the, f- the thing anymore so that's clever. The downside yeah. to it, I mean, there are two downsides I saw. One, if you have a case that doesn't have like the MagSafe pass through, essentially, yeah, like it, it won't work. Yeah. And two, it only comes in white, which I think was an white. interesting choice. <laughs> a very Apple choice. At well, that. I, they've it been, feels very afterthoughtish. Yeah, I mean, they just made all these new accessories and new Macs with colors and everything. You're like, oh, but the battery pack's only white. <laughs> okay, guys, <laughs> way to be super 2001 about it. It also feels like it's, it's, it's the most prominent way to call attention to, hey, our battery life isn't as great as you might want it to be in some cases. Like, it's, it's very noticeable right. to have a giant white hump on your you, phone's back. And given Apple's, like, insistence on aesthetics, you'd think they would be right out of the gate with, like, color-matched to the various, yeah. like, existing colors, right? Yeah. Like, that I guess, seems like a Well, no-brainer. I guess they think they're not going to sell that many. I, I would imagine. Or, if it, you know. Those You'd think that later. Apple would have the technology to let it color match automatically. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like sure. that. That, that would be, that would awesome. be even, yeah, right. Yeah, the, the chameleon. 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 Oh, mode, God, yeah. John. Get out of my head. <laughs> we, are, we are in sync today, Dan. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Going to be one of those shows. <laughs> That's right. You guys, uh, Apple got 35 Emmy nominations. Apple particularly, just them. Just uh, Tim yeah. Cook. Tim Cook got mm-hmm. a lot of good morning. I have received morning. 35 Emmy nominations. <laughs> We're so Not excited. Yeah, we went a little Owen Wilson there. Sorry. I, okay. I don't know if you guys have looked, but do you know what number of those 35 Emmy nominations were for Ted last I think roughly oh. 37 or yeah, something like that. 20. 20 of the nominations were for Ted Lasso. That's a lot. Yeah. That's the most Emmys ever. For a freshman comedy series, for a first year comedy. Are these for wow. the these? Oh, yeah, right. Because the second season's not even out yet. So like, well, well deserved, well deserved. Each mm-hmm. each and every one of them. It's up for m- most liked by Moltz. So that's right. It's got a chance on that. It's a new category. Mm-hmm. It's a new category. Is there a main <laughs> member of the cast who was not nominated for an Emmy? Uh, the game of uh, football. Ah, okay. No, but I'm seeing like Brett Goldstein, I Brendan Hunt, Nick Muhammad, Jeremy Swift. 
Juno Temple, Hannah Waddingham, and I assume Jason Sudeikis, <laughs> all yes. all nominated. That's like the entire main cast of the show. Even even Zach Braff got nominated for Ted Lasso. That's wow. that's how good, that's how good it is, right? Yeah, feeds all the way mm-hmm. back around, and it was for his performance in Scrubs, so that was especially surprising. It's very weird. It was not. It was <laughs> not. <laughs> there was. I was reading a, an article just a second ago about the number of streaming series like nominated. It's like mostly streaming series this year for the Emmys, and like. It feels like a yeah. ground shift to me, like right, like. Oh, it's continuing a ground shift because it's been that way for a couple of years now. But it's it's now it's more than broadcast and cable combined. And I think they so said, but only more than is it more than? Uh, there are a couple of categories in which no like no streaming or very few streaming services has actually even won an Emmy, right? Oh, interesting. I think that that I had not seen, this, but I believe you. I don't think you're a big fucking liar. Okay, <laughs> uh, the number of times a streamer has won best drama is. <laughs> One, <laughs> only one streaming service has won the best drama Emmy. It was The Handmaid's Tale. That's it. And only two have won best comedy. So I, uh, well, that's going to change. Zero best limited series. So what I'm saying, Lex, is I'm not a big fucking liar. I'm right on the money. I s- he, he said that. I he said did that. say that. He did. I he said literally that. said that. But he said it he sarcastically. Said it. Yes, he said it. No, <laughs> no, I, I, I meant it. <laughs> you, you meant it I don't think, yeah, yeah. He didn't, yeah, he didn't say it. Uh, I, I do want to say. Right. There the, are most different unusual. kinds of sarcasm, right? <laughs> <laughs> This was sincere sarcasm, but the the story for the rebound, of <laughs> course, is about Apple TV and streaming TV and all those things. I have to say that the Emmy nominations for variety sketch series I found highly amusing this year because there are two. Is it <laughs> there are two nominees? Saturday Night series. Live, Saturday Night Live, and a Black Lady sketch. Okay, show. all right. I believe both good shows. Wait, I have watched. Is that both. is that that's the name of the show? Yes. Yeah, no, a Black okay. Lady sketch okay, show. Okay, it's on HBO. Because that otherwise, not, that otherwise, not Lex being flipped. Otherwise, no. not cool, Lex. And that's the name of the show. That's, also, that's, that's another show. I was yeah. going to say, so not cool, Lex. I, I was on vacation uh, this past week, uh, and that's why there was no show because I was away and John was away, um, and Lex was stuck at his house. And they wouldn't let me do it by myself. That's right. <laughs> uh, well, we've heard your daily Lex. We did do a bonus. Uh, we did <laughs> a, a bonus episode. There where was you a bonus called episode. Me, called me from a parking lot. Yes, but you or can only... Two, two-way parking lot, I guess. Yeah, you, <laughs> we summoned you to a parking lot? Is that That's what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Maltz, Mr. Maltz to the parking lot, please. What the hell were we talking about? <laughs> I don't, we were talking about Lex. Oh, I was saying, no, Ted you were talking about Saturday Night Live, oh, and it made yeah. me think about, as I was uh, on vacation this week, uh, there were a couple um, people had brought very young children to our vacation because they have babies, not just random ones, their own. Uh, yeah. But there was a repeated playing of a particular Sesame Street bit where I don't know if you remember the song One, Two, Three, Four by Feist, which was used in like an iPod commercial. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyways, there's a, I know the Sesame there's Street, a Sesame Street version. And I, I still found myself thinking as it got stuck in my head after being paid repeatedly. <laughs> it's a pretty good version, by the way. Uh, that like the Venn diagram overlap between Saturday Night Live and Sesame Street is actually pretty high because it's like same thing with like celebrities come on to do sketches and kind of do musical acts and stuff like that. And I was like, well, it's kind of fascinating to me that that's like two ends of the spectrum, but there's actually a lot of overlap yeah. there. And mm. both shows have featured Muppets. Um, True. Because the Muppets used to be on SNL in the early years. But I agree with you 100% that the Sesame Street version of Feist's 1234 sung by Feist is, is that her name? I assume so. But it's better than the original song. That's what, that's what my it wife claims, and I think uh. it's pretty good. I like the original song a lot, but the uh, the Sesame Street version is pretty pretty good. All right. It's got incredible lyrics like "I love counting, counting to the number four. I will, I will, I will put it in the show. Notes, it's got but, penguins. You know. It's got monsters. Uh, there's a lot going on. The there. best performance 
of the Sesame Street version of Feist One Two Three Four was on Taskmaster. So we can link to it there. I will not. That would be. This is taking up a surprising false. amount of the show so far. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to put it in the show notes. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's seriously, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to insert the entire song right here. Oh yeah, that will not get us. No, yeah, really, we won't get a cease and desist over that. And we'll license it from Sesame Street Workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a couple listener questions, oh, some of which I God. intend to answer on the show, yeah. some of which I intend to ignore. Uh, TJ, oh, we're, you know, we're there, huh? I, I, so, wait, wait, you're going to answer TJ's? No, I'm, I'm specifically not, and he understands. And maybe, maybe we'll do it on the the paid version. I don't know. He's he's just trying to get me fired. Uh, but John Downing writes: <laughs> the first Intel chip supported Mac OS. I think he's missing a word. But the first Intel chip that supported Mac OS was ten point four point four. In January 2006. Okay, you get what he's trying yeah, to say. Yeah, sure. By August 2009, Mac OS 10.6, uh, Apple dropped support for PowerPC chips to upgrade to this OS version. Do you think Apple will continue to support Intel chip Macs for OS upgrades for a longer period of times than they did with the PowerPC? Why? I think we talked <laughs> so about this. Apple keeps supporting Intel. I hate that. I hate, I hate, I hate having to Why? explain myself. Well, <laughs> I, I, we actually talked about this, and it wasn't that long ago. I want to say sometime in the last few months. I remember us having a discussion about how long, because it wasn't that long. Yes, between it came up please see our collected works yeah uh footnote check the footnote in the podcast (laughs) i I will not i will not put it in the (laughs) in the notes (laughs) Uh, yeah i think we talked about this because we were all surprised like it wasn't that long before the intel's or sorry before the power pc support was taken away and it was kind of hard to imagine on a similar scale that they would move that fast but at the same time it's like well the 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 prior art's there i mean I wouldn't be shocked. I think it'll be a good long time from now because Apple still sells Intel Max. So I think you've got years and years of support for Intel Max. Right. And I think the other point is, I, I think, so Apple has these classifications for like vintage and obsolete technology. And I think for sure by the time the last, you know, Intel Mac hits that vintage list, which I think is like five years, I want to say, I would bet, I would bet that, that, that it's gone. That support is gone by that point. That's my thinking. There will be a version there will be a version within the next few five, six, seven years, probably that like drops support for Intel because it's a long time in computing. Yeah. Right. What's the why? Well, I mean, yeah, they can't support it forever. It's unfair. No, no there's no, there's literally no reason they should because sooner yeah. or later they're not making those computers anymore. Right now yeah. they are, so don't don't you know worry about it immediately. Yeah. I mean, Windows 11 only runs on a relatively <laughs> relatively. Like small three, collection of three of computers new, of new computers i mean like there's some there's there's something that or something that it uses that i don't I oh trusted investigate it yeah, yeah it's right, a, right, it's right, a, right. it's basically it's like the secure enclave kind of right 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 yeah yeah that's what i thought it was but <laughs> but um I, I understand why they're doing it. i think it's a good idea but they're also cutting out a whole it's, bunch it, of people it's a harder issue for microsoft too because com- backwards compatibility is sort of its bread and butter like that's right. where it right it kind of prides itself on like you can still run apps that yeah. ran on well, DOS, and, and of course you know they they'll probably they'll probably end up. I mean, they could probably, and it'll probably happen anyway, but they'll probably end up supporting Windows Ten forever. <laughs> mm. I mean, they 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 supported XP for a long time. I was just gonna say, what's your favorite Windows? Mine is XP. <laughs> and, why, and why is it XP? Yeah. Oh, really? What? XP was the one yeah. I spent a lot of time I supporting, so. and I think it's probably yeah. I feel I like feel it like is. it's the most straightforward so far that I've used. I mean, I think I've I've only had a little bit of time to look at uh, Windows 11. I think I might like Windows 11 quite a bit, but I'm very fond of uh, my time with Windows 9. I feel like I had a lot of good experiences <laughs> with it. Not a thing. But okay. <laughs> well, it's not my fault. Well, you know what is the thing though? Oh, oh no, Indochino. Nice. This episode of the Rebound is brought to you by Indochino. 
Host, please share a story of a time you felt confident with a look you put together. Never. I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, no, that well, for Moltz, that's true. You know why? Because Moltz still doesn't own any Indochino clothing. So he's never felt confident with a look he's put together because his shit isn't made to fit his beautiful body. But you know who can't say that? You know who owns clothing made to fit their specific bodies? Me and Dan. Mm. As uh, Rebound Prime listeners heard last week, Dan was here in my house and uh, it was a hot summer day. <laughs> And we both just donned our Indochino suits. That's not true. But I, but I will add, Lex, today, as we record this, is uh, uh, the two-year mark since you and I both donned our Indochino suits for a special That's event right. here. This is happy anniversary. Thank you. Damn. And uh, yeah, we, we looked fantastic. Let me say, I won't say that we outshone the bride because clearly not the case, but like no. <laughs> next one's down, you, me and Lex. Yeah. And I wore a hat to Dan's wedding. Because I used to get migraines, and now I wouldn't have to wear hats. So how about that? The right outfit can make you feel great. It was an outdoor wedding. And with Indochino, creating your best look yet could be more affordable than you think. And hey, maybe it's been a while since the last time you had an excuse to dress up. But whatever the next chance is, make the absolute most of it with Indochino. Like we just told you, Dan and I both wore Indochino suits to his wedding. Dan had done the uh, in-store fitting experience. I did it at home in the comfort of my own home, the way I do everything now. Indochino <laughs> offers completely custom-fitted suits, shirts, casual wear, and more at surprisingly affordable prices. Ah, that's what you might say because it's so surprising. <laughs> Choose everything about your suit from the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. The best part? Indochino suits start at just $399 with all customizations included. Indochino is now open at select Nordstrom stores, giving you even more ways to get great fitting personalized clothing. You thought you knew everything wow, I was going to say. I didn't know you that. You didn't know I was going to say that. I did not find know your that. Find your nearest location at, did you know that, Ed? Uh, <laughs> find your nearest location at Indochino.com. Right now, you can get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using the code REBOUND to check out. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at INDOCHINO.com, promo code REBOUND. Our thanks to Indochino for their support of this show. If you go to the store, if you go to the Nordstrom and you're like, okay, uh, rebound. I don't know if they'll know what to do. So you can feel free to get all the measurements at the store and then go home and use our promo code. That's my advice to you. If, if they don't know what you're talking about when you say promo code rebound. I'm just saying. Just because, you know, we want the credit. Mm. It's our, it's, you're buying the suit. Admit it. You're <laughs> buying the clothing because we told you to. So make sure we get the credit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Lex, do we have any more reader questions? Or listener nope, questions? Not that we're going to read. <laughs> no. Do I need Do I need to read this question so that you can step nope. away? <laughs> I'd love to just hold that question for another time. Right. Maybe not like my third week wow. on the show. All right. Okay. That's become. This is the kind of show we're yeah, playing. Yeah. This now. is. I guess so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about periscopes? Not the dead social network, but more like the ones on the submarines. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant like the, the Val Kilmer movie, or no, the Kelsey Grammer movie. Not down, down periscope. periscope. Kelsey. Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> We've <laughs> lost. John There's so much going on here entirely right now. <laughs> can I? Can I? This can I comes. Process? All right, all right, all right. I'm not going to back into this anymore. So apparently, Apple has uh, gotten a patent, I think, on essentially a periscope lens, and the idea being. You can put the lens sideways in the phone so that it's not limited by the thickness of the phone and then use a prism to reflect it. So, uh, you know, basically you can make a better phone camera by using mirrors and prisms and that kind of stuff. It's amazing. Is, is this the first time anyone's thought of using a mirror and a camera? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you've heard of mirrorless <laughs> cameras, right? Yeah, yeah, that's why that was a thing because <laughs> mirrors Whoa, have been used in cameras for a long, long time. You're blowing my mind. Uh, yeah, I think so, I'm sucking your mind. Oh, please, God. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think the the sort of one of the potentially big deals about this is it could enable uh, a 
better zoom essentially right because your zoom like amount is limited by essentially how far apart like lenses can get and you can't make i won't inst- i won't install zoom <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting i was waiting everybody we're on it right now so you're you're not doing that if great the listener was timing that was nine <laughs> seconds i but i'm doing it i'm doing it through i'm doing it through the browser so anyway cool. anyways surprising everybody there will be better cameras in future iphones probably <laughs> Wow. Sometime in the past week, I was linked to a video on Reddit of somebody Uh-oh. trying the t- the highest dive. It was when the record was set for the, the highest up dive. And the comments were exactly what I was thinking about, which was how great the zoom was on this video. Because like you start in, you're just close up on the guy in the diving board, and then it zooms out, and you realize he's like, I don't know, 10 billion miles in the air, like my <laughs> former CEO will soon be. And uh, <laughs> I, hope, but anyway, I hope he dies wait, out of that wait, thing, wait, too. Wait, 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 wait. Was he ever, he was never your CEO, right? No, we overlapped by a, a few days. Oh, oh, that, okay. Oh, no, I never worked for the other guy. I never worked for Branson. I'm talking Bezos. No, I anyway, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I didn't. Talking Bezos. That's my new podcast. Oh, God. Coming this fall. Unsubscribe. <laughs> um, except you won't answer the questions. <laughs> so, but anyway, talking at Bezos, the, more or less. Pe- people in the comments were like, Fluffing Bezos. How, how is this Zoom from this camera in like the 80s or 90s so much better than our Zooms today? People are like, because it's a camera. Like, it's a real live camera with moving parts and like depth to it. It's not a half inch thick phone and you forget how good zoom can be when there's like moving lens parts on your camera like you you know i don't i thought it was interesting thing about you are exactly right dan that zoom is really shitty not just for the reasons Walt hates it (laughs) i mean a lot of things have gotten pretty good on smartphone cameras like detail and color and they've worked a lot of that but like yeah, yeah they were always running up against like physical limitations of well i mean the lens and the sensor can only be so big therefore you can only take in so much light etc so you have to find ways around that and frankly, I, I mean, it's cool that they've got the telephoto option in, you know, the newer iPhones, but 2X is fine. It's just, it's not a real zoom lens. 2X ought to be good enough <laughs> for anybody. Right, yeah. exactly. Exactly. And it, I mean, there have been other cameras from smartphones that have tried other like wacky things where like foldable out cameras and stuff like that, or like more things that yeah. pop out. It's like, or things that you put on, right? Like there's all with that, that third party market of like. You slip this thing over the camera lens and screw on other lenses, and it's right. like, but that's a pain. You're gonna lose it. So, like, yeah, I think I think there's a real zoom race happening. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> is that a thing? It is now. Mm. Okay. All right. Anyways, rumor is you could see this as early, potentially next year or the year after that in the iPhone. Is what Would you saying. consider it a zoomer? <laughs> mm. I don't know what you're no. going for. I don't know where you're where you're going with that one. I think it's, it was it's like a, a rumor about Zoom. Uh, it's a Zoomer. Uh, see if, okay, I thought see you were going. It, isn't there like a generation named Zoomers? When it has to be explained, yeah. yeah. It's, then it's a really good joke. Mm-hmm. Generation names are bullshit. That's <laughs> that's true. my horse. I will die on. Is that is it? We die. That, Do we die on horses? <laughs> horse. <laughs> what is this? Shane. <laughs> What's the expression? Hill. hill. That's my hill. I'll die. Hill. I like that's the horse. I'll die. I, yeah, put I like that, that one, one in the title. I think I see. See, that was much better than the joke. <laughs> we get there. Uh, well, technology guys, am I right? You're, you're not not wrong. I wanted to uh, bring our our listeners' attention to this thing that The Verge and Consumer Reports are doing, where they're essentially cataloging so, broadband uh, speeds oh, yeah. and bills. Right. Mm-hmm. I saw you doing this and I got mad, not oh, at you, yeah. but at them, okay. because it wants your email address. Yeah, I know. And they're like, 
when you do this, we're going to email you shit. And like, sure, I'm sure there'll be an unsubscribe link. But I was like, come on. I, to do this, I have to agree to that. And so then I didn't. So I was mad. So I just want to listen to know. That's fair. I you think do, what Dan's talking about is a good idea, but it made me mad. It's, and and I, I actually went through a different thing, which is like I tried to log in because apparently I had an account. And it, <laughs> it, I could not remember my password. I had to reset it like four times. Lex, if that makes you mad, wait until you read this thing that TJ sent us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, listeners, I will at some point make a formal resume, but if you're hiring, uh, it's just Lex <laughs> at Reboundcast. Lex Fridman at... <laughs> yeah, yeah, at Lex Fridman. I, well, I got into a conversation then with uh, my my friend and uh, Lex and my former colleague from Macworld, Heather Kelly, where she was talking about some like uh, broadband prices, and I sent a picture of the rate card for the competitor to Comcast in our area. And it's like the, it's the case where they give you like a good deal if you sign up for, you know, one or two year contract or something like that. And then eventually mm-hmm. it expires, right? And mm-hmm. they charge you the full price. The right. full price for this rate, the rate card on this full price. And you can find these things. This is the tip for you. If you have an ISP, Google the name of the ISP and rate card, because that's like the sort of thing that I think they're required to provide essentially like a menu of all the prices. And this company's prices are fucking insane how much would you pay guys for 10 megabits down and two megabits up per month uh not much would you pay 159 dollars 99 cents <laughs> per month because that is what it costs as the regular price <laughs> wow what the fuck <laughs> that is that is ludicrous i'm in yeah uh, so yeah, to get yeah. the to get the download speed i have now i would have to pay 200 dollars a month for the regular rate the non-contract rate and to me that is bananas it's just fucking bananas. Yeah. And I, I wish, I mean, we have two cable companies. That's the worst part. We have two, com- like, we have competitors and their rates still suck and their service still sucks. <laughs> yeah. I, it's so bad. It is yeah. incredibly bad. So, anyways, that is why I was excited to see Consumer Reports and do this, yeah. notwithstanding Lex's complaints about it because it's valid. But, like, somebody has to hold these say, fuckers to task. I love Consumer Reports. And I, it's one of the few magazines that I often, you know, flick through with my Apple News Plus thing that I have because I'm an Apple One subscriber. Is that what I am? Yeah. And so I do. I, I like Consumer Reports. I was just annoyed about that email capture thing. They should. Yeah. Still <laughs> Thank you. Just, I have the permission, you guys. I'm not going to do it again. I, <laughs> <laughs> my, my, if you were waiting. Nope. Okay. I love the back page of Consumer Reports. It's where they do like people send in photos of like very dumb marketing <laughs> copy, and it's just it's my favorite. My favorite. I didn't okay. realize. Do you want to make a back page joke? Yeah, no, I was gonna. No, I was gonna. Yeah, but I won't. I'm, <laughs> that's probably that's not really. Nobody needs that. For, it's, it's not. Fine. It's not for this. It's not for this podcast. I don't think. Right. Yeah. You can save that for Biff. <laughs> <laughs> I will say to Lex that uh, kind of like his email annoyance, I have been on one of my regular unsubscribe kicks where I try to get off all my various oh, mailing lists. The best. There's mm. so many more, though. There's always more, yeah. and it kills me. It's just like, just when I think I'm out. I ran into one that said it would be processed in like five to eight days. It's oh, like, yeah. I, when you get those, you it's infuriating. you got to be kidding me. It's, it's a fucking database, people. I think that Come was, on. Oh, that was ABC. That was ABC. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, they're running on analog um, hardware. I don't why. even know how I got subscribed to ABC in the first. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like when they give you the options, and then like my yeah. favorite on the options list is always I never signed up for these emails, and I wish somebody was sitting there feeling guilty about it, but I know that they're just cackling. Well, no, if they're if they're using a service like a Mailchimp or whatever, and too many people pick that option, then they can shut it down, right? It doesn't mean they can't just you know move their list somewhere sure. else and start sending it again. But that's that's how those third party services kind of aggregate that data or use it. But I got really, really good. I really had whittled down the number of newsletters I was receiving. And 
you know, my work email address was almost newsletter free. It's only when people sign you up for stuff. Yeah. And then everyone's while, you know, employees leave or they move to a new role or they, they go to another company. And so then their email address gets forwarded to me. And getting other people's newsletters is even oh, worse boy. than getting newsletters addressed to you. You can't even get out of so that I, one, right? I have to unsubscribe. Right. Because like you want to click the unsubscribe link, but it doesn't come from me. It comes from it doesn't come from their address. It comes from my address. The whole thing. It's yeah. a pain in the ass. And I hate it. Yeah, that's pretty anyway, Can you imagine the world where email wasn't ruined? Wouldn't that be nice? No. So this is, this well, is not natural. I was going like, to say, is this an ad? Is this Please, an ad? I'm interested. This is, I have like, relevance wow, for this. We have two ads this week? That's cool. <laughs> Go to alternatedimension.org. You know, I mean, this is the thing that we were talking about the other week with Big Mail when I was trying that out, which is like, it, it feels clear to me that like, you know, email could be improved, but there's also very little incentive at the same time, it feels like, for some of the big players to spend a lot of time improving it. Right. Because what do they care right it's so. it's it's also why no one approves my landlines <laughs> do you get did you get a lot of spam calls on that is that why oh my god we, we get we get a ridiculous number of spam calls just like it's all spam calls and my mom <laughs> so, all, so all spam calls then <laughs> no i pick up i pick up i hate having landline uh, it's one of the biggest things lord and i disagree about we still have it. It is only it only gets bullshit and like yeah. a pharmacy, which That's, I also consider yeah. bullshit because I can't get CVS. Right. To stop oh yeah, yep. yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, completely, absolutely the same. CVS yeah. is yeah. the worst. Yes, CVS is like press this button if you don't want us to call you anymore. Uh, um, that, and it does not. Okay, it does and not work. Yeah. The next thing, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that button is the same thing as remember me on tripit.com. It just doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also the the best part about that was I would routinely go in to pick up my prescriptions and I would ask them to stop calling me and they're like, oh, we have no control over that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, great. That's, that's a completely different department. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Sure. Yeah. Yep. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. I do want to share. Uh, shit you guys well okay i'm gonna share a recent <laughs> online purchase i made that is tech related ish that's a thing that's on my desk that's really been super helpful could you me. tell me where did you purchase this <laughs> item from i bought it on the internet you, dan and anyway do uh, you work in a service that i might use um but so i i have always wanted to be a whiteboard person but i'm just not good at it. like i've had whiteboards mounted on the walls of different offices i've worked in and like i they always end up with like the same thing written on them for the past six months like i'm just not good at the, <laughs> that, that, that thing Use the fucking whiteboard, Lex. <laughs> yeah. So I got, I'll send you guys the link, but I got like a, a desktop one that looks about the dimensions of your keyboard. And it just sits, you know, between, you know, your, your keyboard and your monitor or whatever. And it's like, it's more like somewhere between, it is a whiteboard, but it's somewhere between like a post-it and a whiteboard situation. And it's really been a game changer for me. Like I just take notes for it when I'm on calls. I take notes for it for stuff that I would do. But it's like it's not like you have to get up and go over to whiteboard somewhere else. It's like just for very quick note taking. And I, I have found it to be a lovely addition to the uh, to my home working setup. So okay. I just wanted to tell you guys. All right, I'm going to look at it because I cannot understand exactly what you're talking. Oh, about. Oh, this is weird. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. It's well, John. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, eh, if I have to, <laughs> but it's it's basically just a a dry erase board that's in the shape of a keyboard. It's got a little tray under it that you can put pens in and stuff. And interesting, so it's like an unusual. It's, like it's just a notepad. So this is this is not yeah. okay. All right, I get it now. So it's not it's not electronic in any way. It's just an no. actual. It's an actual whiteboard. Yeah, okay. We uh, it's an actual whiteboard. I yeah. it's when my wife had an office in the the house while we were like waiting for it to get redone. I I bought her a bunch of stuff to like set up her office in there, and I bought her a whiteboard, and we attached it to the wall. And uh, the other week, they came in to paint the uh, all the rooms, and we thought they came a little earlier than we thought, and so we went in and discovered they had already primed all of her office without taking the whiteboard. 
So we got annoyed and we took the, I unscrewed the whiteboard from the wall and then they painted it. And she's like, you can kind of tell where they didn't actually prime it where the whiteboard was. Like, well, I guess now we got to put it back up there. They didn't, they didn't paint, they didn't paint the whiteboard though. That would have been extra bad. And I feel like, I don't know. I wouldn't hire those people. (laughs) It's like, oh, well, yeah, I guess we just paint (laughs) over this. (laughs) There are a few years where chalkboard paint was a thing. And then then there was whiteboard paint. Oh, yeah. We we, we have both in our house, actually. Do you have whiteboard paint in your house? Is it awesome? Is it amazing? It's pretty cool. It doesn't work. You know, it doesn't clean as well as a whiteboard Mm -hmm. does. um, So it's not quite as perfect as you would imagine. But uh, it's in Hank's closet and he's enjoyed it. You know, he doesn't use it much anymore. But when he was younger, I mean, he used it all the time. I, I one mostly, of my, to pra- mostly to practice swear words, but yeah, my one of my cousins had uh, like a small you know bedroom guest bedroom at their house, and it was I think even when they bought it, it was like covered like all the walls were were whiteboard basically, and I thought that was the coolest thing because like I love the idea of just being able to like same thing with whiteboard paint like just get up and start writing stuff on the walls. I don't know, it has a weird appeal to me. I, I I do like this product that I mentioned, and I just sent Dan and John one of the photos from the Amazon product page for it with my caption, "What the fuck?" Where they show a post-it note stuck to the dry erase board. Like, <laughs> Why you misunderstood? That's a just write on it. That's a that's, that's a, a yellow point. marker. Yeah. Somebody just made a square. I, well, and they wrote a yeah, note I think so. I think that's I think that's probably true too. Yeah. I the yeah. one that made me laugh on there, Lex. By the way, is the one that looks like it says uh, "clean whiteboard" on it, and then it's been erased. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere somewhere in one of my like Flickr or uh, Instagram or something like that I have a, I have a picture of a jar that was at, uh, like one of those spray bottles that was at the office that I worked used to work at and it says it says that it, it's a it, the bottle very clearly says whiteboard cleaner and in the look down below in a circle it says perfect for whiteboards <laughs> 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 like, wow really okay that now is a I'm product con- that knows who convinced. it is okay john now i'm convinced i didn't buy the other one that said it wasn't perfect for whiteboards <laughs> my, my i always buy okay the one that says mediocre for yeah. whiteboards right, right. just <laughs> yeah. just okay for whiteboards really just fine not better really on good. blackboards really not good think about not bad yeah i used to keep so i used to have like a pad like a big pad of paper under my keyboard um for years and that, and so i wrote, wrote I, stuff I on that doing. and then you could peel it off you would just rip it off and get a new one but i um, i have a stack this, of uh, this is less wasteful i have a stack of post-its which is yeah I, I, that's what i have now even that i don't, I don't use, use as, i don't use them I, much yeah i don't use them as much as i used to it used to be a very common thing for me but now <laughs> i use i mostly use them for identifying hard drives that i have lying around <laughs> <laughs> yep actually <laughs> so, like, that, what yeah. the hell is this the vast majority of my notes are taken you know typing and that's fine. But I realized I, I basically use l- tons of untitled BB edit documents. Uh-huh. And I've gotten slowly better at like having named BB edit documents that I have them in Dropbox so that whatever computer I'm at or whatever device I'm at, I can find my notes document. But they're so um, not organized. They're great and they're useful, but they're so not organized. I was like, you know what? For stuff that's just totally loose and ephemeral, it doesn't need the power of BB Edit. I should leave Rich Siegel and his apps alone. I should just write these down in a thing that's easily erasable. And that's what I did. Hmm. Clever. Man. Very smart. That's a, that's a life hack. I thought this was about technology, this podcast, but I guess you not. You were not right. Oh, we have a product productivity? Is that what we're yeah, about? Yeah. Well, uh, oh, and I, but I got two things I do. Two <laughs> technology Two technology things I do want to talk to you guys about still. Um, oh. Because we, we breezed. We breezed. Jesus, John, there's only one minute before it's time to start the bonus I know, episode. exactly. I know. That's why I'm trying to rush. Um, actually, you know, actually, forget it. I have three things. I have three things. But um, <laughs> we could save. Maybe bad. we could save one of them for, for, uh, for the bonus episode. But um, the, okay. the first one is we, we breezed right by Windows without mentioning the fact that you can now run Windows oh. 3.1 on an iPad. 
I I thought about it. I tried I'm thick, to I'm install, still thinking about it. I tried to install a DOS game, but the problem is I couldn't figure out how to convert it for whatever emulator format it was on my Mac to whatever emulator format it needed to be for the <laughs> iPad. And I was like, fuck it. This is too much work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that. I the actually do. I, so, I think someplace in the basement of my, of my house I actually have. I don't know. Probably probably where we record, oh, record okay. podcasts i have i have uh the, uh, it's the install the install disc for windows 3 one well in the bonus episode we're going to talk about our go-to dos games because i actually think that's an interesting topic so but oh. continue okay. continue all right all right so that was i thought that was interesting and i do hope to try that at some point soon the other thing is i got my i finally got my kobo after lots oh, of yeah. uh, lots of uh trouble that none of which was uh kobo's fault but all of which was ups's fault and uh, I like it. I only got it just today, so I haven't had a lot of time to use it. But I did sit down and read, uh, read some of a book with it. And um, it's it's great. I mean, I got the small one, and it does seem small, but I think it's good. And because I, I wanted... I wanted something because I was going, you know, I was going great for, for small e-readers. I, <laughs> I was going from the 11 inch iPad, which had the keyboard on it now. And I des- oh, yeah. the ca- desperately the wanted something smaller. much smaller. Yeah, yeah. All the Kindles are, um, are and like e-readers. They're all smaller for the most part. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I think it's going to be good. So I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I bet it won't be. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll be really good. I, I've been in- continuing to enjoy mine. I'm continuing to enjoy my Kobo. Uh, I think it's really nice. I took it on vacation with me last week. I took it to the I beach. I mean, honestly, I think it's the best e-reader on the market. But I could not <laughs> agree more. <laughs> I have a Kindle. <laughs> oh, really? We actually have, have six Kindles in this house. There's only five people live here. Mm. Wow. You yeah. really are bought in on the ecosystem, huh? <laughs> Once for the Amazon employee manual. 